0: Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. So congratulations! Here's what I've The best of the best have We're selling, going, going, gone! So congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next six months? So I've got to say to you that I want to talk to you about change. And um, if you don't like change... You're going to hate extinction. So the thing I want to say to you right here. As you're watching this video. I'm going to say to you. That change is so important. Why? Because all the good stuff in your life. Has happened outside of your comfort zone. I want you to understand. That if there's one thing I want you. To get really really good at is to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I want you to understand that anything good, like if you're a mum that's watching this video, right? Think about it. Having a kid, it's painful, physically painful. Bringing up the kid, I mean, it's just like if someone told you what the fucking deal was, like that you would actually have sleepless nights, that you would actually work to buy them things and um, that they wouldn't appreciate when they're really, really young, um, and they told you that you would be cleaning their bum, um, you know what I'm getting at. It just wouldn't make sense. But at the same token, you'll say that it is the most important thing in your life. So what we clearly know is that All the good stuff comes out of your comfort zone. That includes children. Let me talk about other things. Someone that grows a business. The first two years is bloody hard. You're making no money and you're working lots of hours. But then when you look back 10 years later, it ends up being the most important decision you ever made. Let's talk about another thing. If you're a real estate person here watching this video, putting on an assistant, your first assistant or your second assistant, you know, that is scary. It's uh, uncomfortable. But when you look back, that a good assistant makes you more effective, gives you more time, gets you more dollar productive and grows your income, ends up becoming one of the best decisions in your business career. Or the person that you know ends up becoming a, a major owner of real estate. I've got to tell you, you know, the first property that you buy is very, very stressful. You think to yourself, you know, I'm borrowing money and I'm going to owe the bank five hundred thousand dollars, and um, I'm going to have to worry about making sure the tenant doesn't destroy the joint. And then before you know it, you buy another property, and then you buy another property, um, and yes, it's quite stressful because you're out there and you're putting your neck on the line, you're borrowing, you know, debt, but then you look back one day and you say to yourself, the best decision you ever made was investing in assets that grew in value. I mean, basic mathematics just says it. If you own $5 million worth of real estate and you're looking at growth and pick marketplaces that grow by 10%, you're gonna make $500,000 a year, that's 10% of the five mil money while you sleep. I can't you know, stress the importance of making sure whatever job you do, you get the money from that job and you invest it in assets that go up in value. That's how you have freedom in your life. But I wanna get back to this thing about change. I want you to embrace temporary incompetence. This is such an important skill. The most important skill, like today is City to Surf Day people ran the city to surf in sydney big race that is run once a year and i think it's a 14 kilometer race and i'm going to say to you here this think about how does a person train for the city to surf you know what they keep adding more pain in their training so they'll do a 6k run then they'll add another K, 7K, then they'll do 8K. You see, if you don't actually add to it, if you don't actually change and you stayed at the 6K, you'd struggle to do that 14K run today. If you're someone that's a gym junkie, think about it, the way that you grow muscle is that what you do is you don't grow muscle where there's no pain in the muscle. You grow muscle where there's discomfort. You grow muscle not in your First or second or third rep. You grow muscle in your 10th rep of your last set. That's the secret. Embrace temporary incompetence. That's where the growth is in life. A couple of things I want to talk to you about change that I found effective. The most important thing is accept it's going to be hard everything is hard before it's easy the first 10 days in change are the hardest the next 10, 10, 10 days are strange the last 10 days of that 30-day project becomes what I say natural couple of rules the two-day rule There's a great book called The Power of Habit. It basically says that if you go two days in a row, breaking a habit that you started, you're fucked. Because one day you're off track, but you come back on track. But two days, what actually happens is you're drifting away from that habit. So then what actually happens is, before you know it, you're at three days, four days, you've broken the habit. In fact, you've made another habit. You've moved from what you wanted to do and you've created another habit, which is the non-performance of what you're chasing to do. So I'd love you to think where in your life are you settled? Where in your life have you got into a comfort zone? Because this is the bit that's holding you back. Embrace temporary incompetence. The second thing I want to talk to you about this Sunday night, and hello to all the regulars, Susan that's holding my phone here, I can see lots of people. She's giving me the signals that we've got a lot of people tuned in. Hi to Billy Demu. Love you, Billy. I'm not going to say hi to everyone, but guys and girls, I'm going to share with you. And I know I'm going to sound like a fucking loser here, but I'm going to tell you, quitting is for winners. I'll explain. Quitting as a strategy Is a good strategy why because sometimes you've got to make the decision whether you're facing a speed hump or you're facing a brick wall and a speed hump basically says it's just a bump in the road you'll get over this but a brick wall you're stuck and I've got to say here's the reason why I reckon quitting is a good strategy Because there's a thing called opportunity cost. And opportunity cost is is as long as you stay hitting that brick wall, you're losing the opportunity to go down another road. Because as long as you're on this road, you've made a choice to not go on another road. And what actually happens is this, that the road that you're on may not be the right road. So what I'm going to say to you is to start getting the wisdom of working out, is it a speed hump or is it a brick wall? What are some of the areas in your life that you've got to make decisions about whether you should quit? So let's talk about it. Sometimes it's where you work. Because understand, you might be working at a place... And as long as you're at that place, it stops you working from another place that could be good for you. That's what I mean by opportunity cost. Every decision has cause and effect. You make one decision to work here, you lose the opportunity of working elsewhere. And other choices. Friends. you got to make the decision. Are the people that you're with energizing you or draining you there's a perfect example sometimes you've got to quit friends or a relationship that you're in you're in a relationship that drains you and you've got to understand that sometimes a relationship that fucks you over too long stops you from being in another relationship now please don't for one moment think that i'm encouraging anyone to go off and you know break a major relationship of marriage. But what I'm saying to you is for you to understand and be very clear that you've got to have the wisdom to work out, is it a brick wall or is it a speed hump? Because I've seen people change their lives when they have strategically quit right places. It could be that you're not suited to the job that you're doing. Let's face it. If you're not good at the job and you don't like the job and it's fucking Sunday night and you're depressed because you've got five or six days ahead of you going to something that you hate. Man, I've got to tell you, it's pretty depressing to think that you're going to spend one-seventh of your life, that's a Sunday night, suffering depression because you hate what you're doing. Think about it. If you're not good at it and you don't like it, it means that you could be doing something else that you're good at and that you like and that becomes effortless. And when something's good, when you're good at something and you like it and it's effortless, you become like the best at it. And when you're the best at it, you're going to make top dollar. So don't, don't, don't work in something that's got friction, where it feels hard. Feeling hard is giving you a signal to you long term that it's not right for you. So quitting worked. I want to talk to you about the third thing today. And the third thing I want to talk to you is, to me, the most important thing of all. I love people that are intelligent, like that. I love people that have got a high EQ, I rate that. I love people that make me laugh. That to me is like, I would, I, look, You know how many times I haven't wanted to go out, and the next thing you know is I'm out, and I'm in some bar, and I go into the bathroom, and I look in the bathroom, and I look in the mirror, and I think to myself, this is the fucking reason why I didn't want to come out. And I'd much rather just be around with people somewhere where they're just making me laugh. That to me is like the best night out, right? Just laughing. Could be anywhere. Could be fucking sitting down, you know, on a park bench with the right people. But what I do value also is, I value, look, I value people that are compassionate. I like that. I value people that's, and I, look, I value people that stand up for minority groups. I like people like that. But to me, the people I value the most, my highest, my highest quality, is those that have got your back. There's nothing better than in your darkest hours of your darkest days, knowing that someone has your back. I love that. To me, I rate people that are with me in my darkest times. I'll rate someone that's with me in the fucking bus, not fucking driving with me in a fucking memo when things are good. I rate people when things are shit and you know that they're there for you. And when the shit goes down, sides are taken. That's when you see the fakes. And that's when you see the real people and real is so rare these days so if you find someone you trust them their behavior has shown that they've got your back stick to them like a stamp on an envelope I want to talk to you about weirdos that do yoga and um, I've done yoga, lately it's been meditation, but I'll be doing yoga soon again. So it's yoga or meditation, but I like stillness. You see, with stillness, you get awareness. With better awareness, you make better decisions. With better decisions, you take better actions. With better actions, you get better results. So something that might sound like new age. And I know, like to me, when I used to walk into the yoga class that I went to, I'd walk in, I've got to watch what I've got to say, because there could be people from a yoga class watching this. But I have to say, they felt, like I look around, and after about a few minutes, I think to myself, what the fuck am I doing here with these weirdos? I mean, I just kept to myself. But the weird thing was, I felt good. I felt fantastic. I would walk away feeling centered, feeling clearer. And this is so important because with better clarity, you make better choices. And with better choices, you actually produce better actions. And as I said, better actions lead to better results. So there's nothing new age about this. It's in fact very linear. Because what we clearly know is that the most major accidents on this planet happen by bad judgment, a bad decision. So I have to say to you, things get better by choice, not by chance. Get stillness in your life to make better choices. It doesn't have to be yoga or meditation. Any activity that when you're doing it, Your brain slows down. And it's got to slow down. And the reason it's got to slow down is this. If you think about it, we've all got a tendency. We've got monkey mind where what actually happens is that, you know, and it happens to me sometimes. I'll be sitting there and I'll have 99 fucking shit problems going through my head. And the reality is that 99 of these problems are made up of 86 fucked up bullshit scenarios that will never happen. And what actually happens is that when you've got an activity that slows the brain out, you get better clear clarity. So what are some of the activities that I see that people apart from yoga and meditation? Walking in nature, that is meditative. Believe it or not, ironing, gardening, um, fishing. Anything that your mind gets immersed in that activity and does not focus on monkey mind important the second last thing I want to talk to you about today is cognitive behavioral therapy I have to say that you know in my master's degree this was probably the most exciting thing I learned so I did a master's in coaching psychology and behavioral psychology organizations and um, Like when you do a master's, you really unpack a subject and learn it inside out compared to say when you do an undergrad degree which you generally, uh, it's comprehension, repeat stuff. And I clearly remember thinking to myself, how exciting that day that I was exposed to cognitive behavioural therapy. So here is the short version of cognitive behavioural therapy. Get ready for it. Very simple. 101 stuff. Life success equals event plus response. Simple as that. That success in life equals what happens to you and what you do about it. So you don't have control about what happens to you but you do have control about what you do about it you see what cognitive behavioral therapy teaches us is that two people that face the same event may view that event differently and choose a different response and this is very liberating it's very powerful Because it says no matter where you are in life, you have the power to choose. You have the ability to make a decision that you want and that things aren't out of your control. That yes, shit happens, but it's what you do about the shit that happens that makes a difference. One person has one thing happen. Let's pick an example. One person has an illness and what actually happens is one person chooses that illness as a trampoline springboard to better health, to a better life, to gratitude, to be able to look at life with different eyes, whereas another person chooses that illness to define them for the rest of their life and they go backwards and they actually don't go forward. So these are plenty of examples in everything that you do. One person sees something as a catastrophic problem. Another person sees it as an opportunity to grow. They change the dialogue on the way that they interpret the event. So guys and girls, we're going to move towards the end of our Sunday night rant. And I want to say to you that I love it. And, you know, I don't want anything out of here apart from knowing that people um, are having better lives as a result of maybe watching this or going off and reading a book that inspires them. But let me tell you a really good exercise to do. I'd love you to write a letter to yourself dated the, you know, 13th of August 2017 and write yourself a letter from the future Write yourself a letter dated the 13th of August 2017 and describe your year as it happened And make it look like you have achieved everything you want and write yourself that letter back to yourself It'll say something like this dear Tom what an amazing year. It's been this was a year I was able to you know buy an investment property and I had a holiday in um um, the USA for three weeks. I was able to get my fitness to world class levels, and I'm down to 13% body fat. Um, I completed, you know, six months of um, my university degree, or uh, I was able to save sixty thousand dollars. Just describe what it is, but describe physical life, family life, your social life, you know, spiritual life, w- what your health looks like money, property, one and a half page letter. This becomes your vision for the next 12 months. And you look at it every day. Why? Because some days you're gonna feel like quitting and every time you look at it, it helps you remember why you started in the first place. Write yourself a letter from the future. It's very powerful. As I finish off here, guys and girls, I just wanna tell you that, um, you know that one of my highest values is be nice to people But don't take shit from people. But be nice to people. Everyone has a story. Remember that. Everyone is the way that they are for a reason. Don't judge them. And be nice to people. Because there's a thing called karma. And it's pronounced as ha, 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 fuck you. So be nice to people. My final thing I want to say to you is that um, I get occasionally, like, you know, more than an occasionally, whether it's on Facebook or Twitter, you know, sometimes, occasionally, not often, someone will call off a, a, a blocked um, number, but people just say, you know, negative bullshit stuff, put me down. Just, you know, I just want you to understand, I haven't actually asked anyone to follow me please remember that. So if you're not happy with something, it's just easier to unclick or not follow. The last thing I'll say is this, and if you're one of these people, just remember this. Please understand, before you judge me, I don't give a fuck. Happy Sunday. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8:30 PM Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goals for the next.